we allow the sounding of the bell to carry us inward. Please join me in prayer. As we begin by thanking Spirit for this beautiful late winter day that dawned in all its glory, we give thanks for this beautiful earth, all the creatures that dwell thereon, and we give thanks for this particular group of people that assembled today, that are gathering today, in celebration of our spiritual heritage. We know that each one here is a unique and beautiful and perfect revelation of the divine. And so we, hmm, we identify more deeply with that right here and now. We accept our own divinity and the divinity of every other person in our lives, every other creature in our lives. All of creation tingles with spirit. And that's why we're here this morning, is to celebrate that spirit and to grow our relationship with that spirit, grow our ability to let that spirit have its way with us and through us so that we may be a representative of heaven on earth. So I give thanks for each one here for the divine commitment each one has made to their own spiritual growth, to the commitment each one has made to this beloved community. And I know that this morning's gathering unfolds perfectly, powerfully, joyfully, lovingly. And so I just let it be so. <clears throat> and with gratitude I release my prayer knowing it has already done its work, it's already answered. And we anchor that in as together we say. And so, so it, is. it is. Amen. Thank you, Chris, for the beautiful opening of our space. Good morning. If you're new with us here this morning, either in the room or online, my name is Diana Johnson and I'm the pastor and spiritual director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We are an independent interfaith community, so we have people of all traditions and no traditions at all that join us. We teach universal principles and practical spirituality. So I welcome you home to our community um, and even more than that, I welcome you home to search inward for your own guidance and wisdom because that's where your answers can be found. So we're going to begin our Teze meditation portion this morning 
with musical prayer. So feel free to join in.
This month we're using the practice of grounding to sense our connection with all that is. <clears throat> so I invite us to close our eyes if you're comfortable doing so, or resting your gaze downward, and just relaxing, being aware of your body relaxing and allowing the chair to take all of your weight. Feet resting on the floor. Just notice how you feel today. How your body feels. What's happening in your mind. Notice how your breath is flowing. And whatever the breath feels like, begin to slow it down just a little bit. Let it go silent. Feel the belly rise with every inhale and then pause at the top and let a slow breath out. Again, inhale, pause, and release. Let your whole body relax. Let a wave of calm flow over you and through you. Take a moment now to feel where the body touches the chair, become aware of the sturdiness of the earth beneath you, and how it supports every aspect of you. From this grounded awareness, imagine roots like the roots of a tree flowing from you deep down into the ground beneath you. rooting down through the floor, into the earth, and spreading out far and wide. Allow your roots to connect all the way down into the center of the planet, feeling the energy that lives there and drawing that energy up through the soles of your feet, traveling up through your legs and thighs, up through your core and into your heart space. 
taking a moment to expand the heart. And then continuing up the spine and out through the head. And now moving it back down <coughs> from the atmosphere above you, down through the head, the neck, the body, down through the legs and the feet, all the way back into the earth. allowing yourself to be deeply grounded, to connect with the Sacred Mother. This deep rooting connects you with the earth and with everything that lives on her, within her, and beyond her. With all humans, and all other creatures, with the plants, the rocks and grains of sand, and with every drop of water. <coughs> with the heavenly bodies. All that exists, no matter how large or small, is an intricate and irreplaceable part of the one life, all dancing together in this cosmic mystery. Take a moment to breathe in that sense of deep connection. As human expressions, we're given the powers of self-reflection and choice. In return for these precious gifts, we use them wisely, caring for our brothers and sisters, human and otherwise, caring for the Sacred Mother as she gives of her nourishment, doing no harm, and aiding in the transformation that is happening in our world. We move into the contemplation of the sacred feminine and on what it means to truly hear and feel heard. We are each a unique combination of masculine and feminine qualities and traits. These are not specific to gender, but are energies that coexist within each of us. The sacred feminine is expressed when we are receptive, present, empathetic, listening and hearing in a way that is supportive and nurturing, from a place of poise or peaceful strength. This is true whether we are listening inwardly to what our bodies, minds, or emotions have to offer, 
or listening to another. Generous listening creates a sacred and safe space for another to be, to speak, to feel heard. It demands that we listen with our hearts and minds as well as our ears. Before a single word is spoken, we can hear the body language or facial expressions of another. We can sense the emotional state, the vulnerability or security, the joy or sadness, the enthusiasm or apathy that one may be feeling. Generous listening and feeling heard are both ways of building connection, something we are all yearning for. And this connection allows us to soften into the truth, not only our own personal truth or experience, but that of another. It takes us outside of our own wants needs, opinions, and preferences, and places us in an open-hearted place of witnessing. In this witnessing, we feel our shared humanity. Many of us were not taught how to listen generously how to show up for another in a way that feels safe and inviting. But I think it is something we all long for. How do we invoke the sacred feminine and her receptive listening? We offer presence. Distractions and opinions are put aside. Our undivided individual attention is the gift of the moment. There is freedom to express without criticism or judgment. And by our presence, the one before us senses that we hold his thoughts and feelings as valid and worthy. This kind of listening builds a bridge from one heart to another. Deep and generous listening is not only intended for the other beings in our lives. Like seeing and feeling seen, hearing and feeling heard begins within. Until we give ourselves the quiet space to hear what our bodies have to tell us, to listen for what our emotions have to share, to what our inner wisdom and guidance have to offer. Until then, we are not centered enough to hear another clearly. When we are not present to our own needs, our own lives, 
we lack the subtle strength to be truly receptive to another. The subtle strength of the sacred feminine is alive in all of us, whatever our gender. She is both strong and supple, stable and flexible, constant and fluid. Her open and loving heart provide a safe space for our authentic self to speak. In listening to ourselves, we begin by asking, how is my body feeling today? Is there anything it needs me to know today? How am I feeling mentally? Have I been giving myself enough peace and quiet? Enough stillness? Enough interaction? How am I feeling emotionally? Is there anything on my heart that needs taking care of? This is feeling and being heard. Giving ourselves permission to listen for what we need to do in support of our own health and wellness. Once we are on solid ground ourselves, we can be fully present with others. How do we experience hearing and feeling heard in meditation and prayer? Do we actually hear a still small voice as in the story of Elijah? Do we feel like God hears and cares about our desires? It's different for each of us. Everyone's relationship with the divine is unique. We encounter spirit deep within our body temple, within our own mystic heart. There we make our desire known to ourself and to our God, and we listen for a response, not just mentally, but with our whole body, alert to every sensation to every intuition. In our three minutes of shared silent meditation this morning, let us, let us identify a deep desire 
and distill it down to a single word such as health, prosperity, love, peace, joy, and with all the emotion of your desire, hold it in your heart. Let it radiate out from you into the universe, then listen with heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. returning our awareness to the here and now. We give thanks for this blessed communion with our Creator and with our beloved spiritual family. Grateful for Spirit's response and vigilance for further signs that our prayer has been heard and responded to. We rest in quiet expectation. We continue listening with our entire being 
as Reverend Diana continues her Teze message this morning, in full faith that all that we need is revealed to us, and that we continually grow and expand our capacity for hearing and feeling heard. Hearing, feeling heard, takes a willingness to listen generously to ourselves and to others. Author, teacher, and mystic Mark Nepo reflects that to enter deep listening I've had to learn to keep emptying and opening. How to keep beginning. I've had to lean into all I don't understand. Accepting that I am changed by what I hear. emptying and opening. This speaks to me of the sacred feminine qualities of surrender and receptivity. He continues, we must honor that listening is a personal pilgrimage that takes time. With each trouble that stalls us, and each wonder that lifts us, we are asked to put down our conclusions and feel and think anew. Listening is being present enough to hear the one in the many and the many in the one. Listening stitches the world together. It is the doorway to everything that matters. It enlivens the heart the way breathing enlivens the lungs. We listen to awaken our heart. We do this to stay vital and alive. Deep and generous listening is nurturing. It is a gift we give to ourselves, a gift we give one another, and to life itself. As we listen deeply, there is a message meant for us alone. There is guidance, direction, and wisdom. And we can trust that we are not alone in the listening, in the hearing. Again, like seeing, 
Hearing is a reciprocal action. In our very existence, we are always heard. Great Spirit, ultimate reality, or whatever name we give to that which is beyond definition, feels the imprint of our every thought, word, and action. The mystery of life is everywhere present, all-knowing, all-hearing. Our needs and heart's desires are sensed and known as they come into being. I invite you to carry the art of listening and presence into your week. To remember that you are not alone, that you are always heard, always known. I invite you to listen to what your body, mind, and emotions have to share. And if you are able, to offer generous listening to another. In the name of all that is, we close together in prayer. Holy Presence, great mystery, all in all. With humility and surrender, I rest in you now. You are all that is. There is nothing else. I am an aspect, an expression of you. Divine human. In my humanity, I seek your wisdom. I listen for your voice. I hear and receive your guidance, acting as your hands, feet, voice, and heart in this world. And as I seek to hear, I know that I am heard, fully known by your infinite presence. I listen deeply in all directions and I respond with mindful awareness. I listen for what my body, my mind and emotions have to say, and I respond with loving kindness. I attune my listening to those who seek it, offering safe space and an open heart to those who are feeling vulnerable. In return, I find refuge in the deep listening of others. I attune my hearing to the calls of our beloved planet, aligning my actions day by day to the practices that best serve her. And in my giving, so do I receive her abundance. Thank you, Spirit for the blessings too numerous to name, whether perceived as beauty or challenge. All are gifts of spirit. 
all serve to build my character, my resilience and faith. I walk in reverence, in awe and deep gratitude for your powerful presence and wisdom in my life. And thankful for this time of communion, I rest, knowing that my prayer is answered before it is spoken. And so it is. Amen. invite you to bring your awareness back into your body and into our space. When you're feeling ready, you can glance around a little bit, see who's wandered in. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. So this is at least a part of your spiritual family one of your support systems should you choose it for yourself. Some of the people who care about you. So we close our meditation portion this morning with an offer uh, to, nah, without a tongue tied, <laughs> offering an opportunity for you to share of your financial good should you choose to do that this morning. This supports the work we're doing in the world. We are a self-supported organization, as we are independent and linked to no one. So we appreciate every gift that is given of your treasure, but your time and your love and your dedication as well. If you're with us online, you can find our donate button and mailing address at mysticheart.org. So we thank you in advance for any and all gifts that you offer. And as we offer this time, we're going to offer some music. We are blessed to have uh, Gary French and Dalton Fitzgerald joining us this morning. Yay! And uh, we had a request a while back to bring this one in, and so we're doing it, Angela. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Who's gonna we also have a, a kick tail song in the next half. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> you got a groupie. All right. <laughs> Diane, you want me to pass the basket? Um, oh, okay. I didn't. No, thank you for paying attention. <laughs> Not only Spirit, but Lucinda has my back as well. Right. <laughs> Just like he has mine. Barbie. 
much and we know that these gifts that are given are given of spirit but through your hands and through your hearts through your generosity and they support us well so thank you spirit thank you to each one and so it is so please consider grabbing a cup of something warm and uh, that's next door in sweet H and come back to join us in a conscious conversation. Uh, we'll close the Taze portion. Would you tell everybody here, I have lemons. I brought in a lemons. lemons. Don't oh. Cheryl brought oh, lemons. Oh, bless you. Yay. So we're going to close with a blessing. Bless you on to your cup of coffee.
bless to you, and I hope to see you back at Penn State. Welcome back. Thank Please you. join me in prayer. As again, we celebrate this beautiful day that Spirit has made all for our delight. Mm. Mm. It's gorgeous out there. And it's gorgeous in here because that beauty walked in on your feet. So we give thanks for each celebration of Divine Spirit that is here today. Every every human expression of the divine that brings inspiration and wisdom that brings love and joy and peace and celebration of our spiritual journey that we're taking together so i give thanks for this this beloved community this spiritual family that supports me on my spiritual journey and we support one another as we move along this path through this thing called life. So just with great joy and great thanksgiving that Spirit is present in this place, in every heart. I just release my prayer knowing it is already done, it's already been responded to. Spirit always listens, always responds. So I just get out of the way and let it unfold, knowing it does so perfectly, powerfully, joyfully, and lovingly. Amen. 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 Ashay. Ashay. Aho. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, uh, yeah. That. <laughs> April, Aho. she needs a refresher. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. So glad to have you here this morning. If you're just coming in or new with us online this morning, my name is Diana Johnson. I'm the pastor and spiritual director here at Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We're an independent interfaith community. We teach universal principles and practical spirituality. And we welcome you to our family, should you choose it for yourself. We welcome you also to be looking within yourself, because what we're here for is to point you to you and your own answers. So, Join us as we begin in some upbeat music. Feel free to move around, dance, whatever you feel moved to do. Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Join the celebration. Lift your voices in your heart. This affirmation. Spirit made us Together we are joyfully practicing the possible through prayer. What's possible? Everything's possible through welcome to the mystic heart.
sound, here we stand on holy ground. Let us make a joyful sound. Hey, 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 everybody, get up on your feet. See the light in everybody. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Woo -hoo! Don't go anywhere. We got one for this month. One God. One God. Here we go. our practice of visioning and feeling and sensing and knowing the unfolding of a love-soaked world. You know with me now that we're creating a world where all humans embody and live from the qualities of spirit. Love, compassion, kindness, generosity, peace, from this way of being, I can feel the presence of a deep sense of joy and contentment and sufficiency. Mm, can you feel that? Can you feel that unfolding? In this new world, all people honor and care for one another. For all of the life forms that share this beautiful earth and for the planet herself. We remember that we are connected to all life, that we are dependent on the planet to sustain us and on one another for our connectedness and our belonging. Being generous by our nature and living true to our nature, we give of ourselves openly and freely, offering the gifts we came here to give. 
with all needs met for every person. Each one is free to share time and talent in whatever way that feeds the soul. By our every thought, word, and action, we're writing a new story in which all beings are well-fed, have the safety and comfort of home, and a deep sense of belonging and purpose. We're so grateful that once and for all, health and education and relationships are supported by social systems that are grounded in integrity and compassion and wholeness and wellness. Amen. We welcome this new way of being, valuing every being for its uniqueness. We practice living authentic lives, no need to defend or protect. With love, generosity, and kindness guiding every human heart, our world is free of hatred and violence. We recognize the abundance that surrounds us. Giving and receiving flow freely in every direction, and all beings gratefully receive all that is needed to live physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually fulfilling lives. The planet and its beings thrive like never before as we learn to see the sacred in everyone and everything. We walk in reverence and gratitude for all that we've been given. We maintain this vision day by day, moment by moment. We are not swayed by appearances in the world. Each of us works to align our actions with our vision living these changes first in our own lives, with our families, our friends, our neighbors. And a new world is being born right here and now. Yes. In this process of profound change, this community stands as an open and welcoming place for all who seek support, all who seek belonging and a sense of family. By the power of our deep faith, this prayer is acted upon, answered even before it is spoken, as spirit knows our heart's desire and knows our intent. In full expectation of its graceful unfolding, we release it to the creative power and intelligence that I call God, to the one that gets, gets, it, done. gets it done. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. Ah, thank you for joining me every week in that visioning. I invite you to carry that home with you and practice it every day, you know? Walk through the world with that vision, and it's happening. So, as we come back in awareness to the space, I remind us that our theme this month is Sacred Feminine. And today's topic is hearing, being heard, or feeling heard. <clears throat> and if you were here for Teze this morning, you remember what was said, that every one of us is a unique combination of masculine and feminine. We have qualities and traits within us that these are not specific to gender, but that they're energies that coexist within each of us. That the sacred feminine is expressed when we're feeling receptive, and creative and nurturing, but also when we are poised, which means 
a combination of peaceful and powerful, also a feminine quality. Then we spend time, spent time in contemplation a little bit of these ideas. That generous listening creates a sacred and safe space. That, that space is free from judgment uh, so that another that we're, that's before us can feel heard, can speak and feel heard. That generous listening demands that we're fully present, listening with our hearts and our minds as well as our ears that we can read the body language and the facial language and the emotional state of the one before us if we are paying attention and we're open. We talked about a little bit that generous listening is a way of building connection, taking us outside of ourselves and our own immediate concerns and opens us in true compassion and empathy to another being that's before us. We put aside our wants and our needs and our opinions and our preferences for just a little while so that we can really hear what someone is saying. And that, we, that the generous listening, just like last week with seeing and feeling seen, that it begins within. It begins when we learn to listen to our own body's needs, to our own <clears throat> emotional states, to our own mental chatter. Uh, to our own uh, lives as they're unfolding around us and meeting those needs first because until we've done that, we don't really have the grounding and the centeredness to be fully receptive and present to another. So that was our Taze this morning. And that's where I want to begin our conversation. Last week we talked about seeing and feeling seen. This week is hearing and feeling heard. So my first question is, how is feeling seen different than feeling heard? Or are they the same in your mind? Mm. <laughs> she started with the tricky one. <laughs> yeah, give them they kind of hold hands. Okay, so they hold hands. Because uh, I, I love to be seen, but mm -hmm. I really like somebody to listen to me, too, okay. and be heard. So, I mean, you could talk to me and I can hear you, but <laughs> it's better <laughs> if I can be seen, too. Okay. So they hold hands in your mind. Yes. Um, I guess when I feel into that with those words, anyway, mm -hmm. in my body, when feeling heard is something more resonant in the heart, uh -huh. for some reason, for me. Being okay. seen is... Yeah, more of a, an, a, an outer, even though that's not exactly what we're talking about, but that's yeah. just how it feels to me. Right. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's kind of a, a layer of intimacy. I mean, you can be seen without being heard, as Brenda reminded us last week. Um, but, you know, and being seen is important, and that, that's one level of acceptance, one level of intimacy, but then being really heard. Um, and understood is, is it takes it up a notch for me. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. We use these two phrases a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so if I, if I say to you, I see you, what I'm saying to you for us is I see all of the qualities that make you you. Mm -hmm. I recognize who you are as a person. Okay. 
I see you. The you inside the meat suit. I see you. <laughs> the you inside the meat suit. I see you. And when, I, when we say, like, to the kids or whatever, like, I hear you, or to each other, then what, what we mean is, I am quietly taking in your opinion. I accept it. I hear the message you are trying to give to me, and I'm receiving it, and now I'm going to respond to you. But okay. I fully hear what it is you're saying to me, or the message behind what you're saying, or the motivation, or whatever it is. But mm -hmm. they're, they're kind of different for us in our family. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Candace. Change seconds that. Candace? Another layer of that for me, I think, is he, he, really hearing someone. It's reciprocal because not being heard, there's a response of, okay, well, now here's my side. Or, you know, it can uh -huh. show up like that. But it's more of a, there's, it's a reciprocal connection. Being seen is being seen, right? Okay. In a sense. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Because you have to actually hold that space and openness, as you explain. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. David. It feels like it's. Um, beyond the physical hearing, beyond the physical seeing, mm -hmm. it's an energy that right. when you're really present, that you feel first. Yeah, so beyond physical is. seeing, beyond physical hearing, yeah. it's an energetic experience mm -hmm. of some kind. Yes. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. I think I would say for myself, it's a semantics thing where hearing, I hear a lot of things from a lot of places, uh -huh. but that I see as action. So whether I hear something and it's actually coming to action, so seeing is, I guess, what's deeper for me. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that interesting how we all perceive these things differently? Mm. And then we try to interact in relationships with one another. <laughs> this is where we can get into trouble, huh? Absolutely. For me, the feeling seen is about people seeing and recognizing, accepting, and respecting who I am and my way of being in the world. And feeling heard is about people respecting and listening to my perspectives and my lived experiences, even if they don't agree with them. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I teased it out this week. So I'm going, well, what, it, what is the difference? I don't know. I come up with these topics, and then I have to sit with them. I go, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> nice. So what causes you to feel heard by another? Being open. Being open, OK. Needing to be understood. Needing to be under accepted. Needing to be understood or accepted. Eye contact's always eye contact. You know, a good place to start. And okay. if I'm not getting eye contact, I'm probably not gonna feel heard. Okay. So eye contact makes you feel heard. Definitely not mm -hmm. seen. <laughs> not definitely not that seen. Was Allie's that same yeah. idea of uh, feeling understood if we're mirrored by the other person that they are voicing back that I, I heard you say this, right? Or this right. is what okay. I'm taking from what I heard you say, and that mirroring yeah. back is feeling. Yeah. yeah, so that mirroring back what another has said gives an opportunity for clarification if it's needed. 
if the hearing wasn't accurate. April? I also think for me, um, it depends on what is being communicated, but if I'm speaking a need mm -hmm. or um, something that I'm, I'm seeking or uh, I feel heard if I see action following up them saying, oh. I hurt you. Yes. So if I say, I really need this, and they say, I hear you, and then next thing you know, they choose to do what you said you needed, Right. And to me, then I, I know I was heard because okay. I was loved enough to be answered in action. Mm -hmm. So feeling heard leads to action for you. <coughs> nice. Thank you. David? Um, it really seems to reflect on the presence of the person you're speaking to. Yeah. If they're right, grounded in the here and now, that they're actually able to listen. Right. able to see. Yeah. So do you feel heard when you're talking to me like this and I pick up my phone? No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, let me get on my phone and we can, oh. <laughs> we can text each other. That's next week. That's next week, right, yeah. <laughs> Is there a time that you can recall, and you can either share or not, but I invite you to, yes, before we move on. So what I, so when, I, when someone says to me, I hear you, that means like they're saying I'm being pretty loud. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that you could have that meaning too, huh? It's like Aquarius, I hear you. <laughs> All right. Is there a time that you can recall that you felt unheard? When I go visit my sister, she won't even turn the TV off. Oh. And so when I've driven, you know, two hours to go visit her, and she's got the TV on, and I said, gee, Joanne, can you turn off the TV? And she goes, oh, no, it's background noise. And I think, I can stay home and watch TV. Why do I want to drive two hours? And she would never turn her TV off. Yeah. So I didn't go very much because right. I didn't feel seen her. Yeah, what's the point, right? When I'm met with defensiveness... Definitely do not feel. Yeah, when when you're met with defensiveness, you don't maybe tend to feel heard. Mm -hmm. Potentially, that's true. What else? In long time ago, in my job, I uh, was having an evaluation, and before I got good hearing aids, I was very much a lip reader, and I was reprimanded for not doing eye contact. They weren't being heard because I didn't see their eyes. Right. But I was You're, busy reading their lips. Oh, yeah. But they, the people I was working with didn't feel heard. Mm -hmm. Right. They understood because I didn't look at them. I didn't yeah. do eye contact. Mm -hmm. They guess. didn't understand that you were watching. To hear mm -hmm. them, you had right. to watch their mouth. They didn't understand that. That's true. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I worked on that a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else want to share anything? Just a real quick thing on, on hers. Um, I had a friend one time who was deaf, and I would take notes for him in class and everything. But apparently, I speak too fast, and I don't speak clearly for someone who's deaf. And somebody said something. He looked at me, and he said, "If they can't hear you, what? Do you, how do you expect me to?" Ooh. And so it <laughs> made me think about. Enunciating as mm -hmm. well as right. Everything right. Else. Mm -hmm. 
Do you never know who's trying to to uh, get your meaning through your lips? That's true. That's true. And when you have some hearing loss, what you're hearing in your head when you speak is often not what others are hearing because you don't have a way yeah. of really determining how loud your voice is or how clear it is. So that can be a problem. What was your question again? Put yourself in the... Is there a time that you felt unheard? <clears throat> you know, I think a lot of times my being heard is being misheard a lot of times. Uh -huh. You know, I think a lot of it is the energy sometimes that comes forth and it's not what I am intending for what my words to be saying. Right. Just, just I don't know what you said, just something just clarified something inside yeah. me. Thank you. Sure. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. I'm going to say something on what she said and what Lucinda said. Uh -huh. That also comes down to the, the choices of the other person that right. you're communicating with. And I think a lot of times, unfortunately, we get caught up in our own experience. Right. How do I feel? Mm -hmm. What about me? And we kind of forget that there is other people on the other side of that experience. Right. And, you know, I deal with that a lot with, with people who have hearing losses and disabilities. And, and you have to make a choice to make sure they feel heard. If you're on right. the other side of that as the receiver and listening, you have to choose to alter the way you speak. I have to speak a lot louder than I want to a lot of times, right? right? You know, or, or whatever it is to make sure that they know that I hear them and yeah. that I understand them. Right. And so so it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. Not only can we get caught up not feeling heard, but we can also get caught up in the trap of, well then I'm not gonna listen. Yeah. On the right. other side of that. And and I think that's something that we can all work on. Yeah. You know, being on both sides of that conversation. Right. Trying to put yourself in another person's shoes, what is it feeling like for them right now? The dance of it sometimes is yeah. chaotic. <laughs> Even with people who can hear. <laughs> the voice of experience. You get caught up in, do you hear me, but I don't hear you. But do right. you hear me, and both of you can do that all day. Right, yeah. And the answer is no and no. <laughs> Chris. What is it then? Everybody quiet, <laughs> Maybe everybody get quiet, right? This reminds me of the, the section of St. Francis' prayer. So he says, let me seek to understand rather than to be understood. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as, as the elections loom, we don't, we don't hear a lot of that, you know. So no, we don't. It's, and and it, it's sad because it's, it's, it's polarizing. It's, not, it's yeah. not bringing us back into our oneness. Yes, it is polarizing. I'm coming to you, Cavalia, but I want to say that, River, there is a box of toys underneath Rhonda's chair in the corner, if you want to crawl under and get them. <laughs> okay, Cavalia. Um, I feel like defensiveness was kind of like the extreme word that I could use for this, for the same kind of scenario that we're talking about. It's like, even, uh -huh. if you're, even if there's no, if there's less space or little space, and the the, the response is, well, here's my side. Right. It just immediately you recognize that that person is not 
considering or under seeking to understand right just to poise right you know? yeah so any I always invite a lot of slowing down mm. yeah because <laughs> yeah. maybe what you want to say initially is not right energetically like what's going to open <clears throat> up yeah the things in the conversation to be heard yeah thank you yeah you can be met with that immediate here's what I want to say and it may not even actually relate to what was just said. If someone is going in their own head about what their comment's going to be, they might make a statement back to you that is so totally unrelated to anything you just said or meant. And that leaves me feeling very unheard, <laughs> blatantly unheard. Well, we don't give a chance to right. digest what someone has said before we're already going in our head going, yeah. well, this is my response. Right. So you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, so you're not heard. That's why you feel unheard, right? So how might you gracefully let another person know that you're feeling unheard? Gracefully? Gracefully. <laughs> I met a guy on, you know, on a date site and we went out and had dinner or whatever and we were talking and every time he'd ask me a question I'd start to answer it and he'd butt in and do his own story mm -hmm. and I looked at him and I finally said excuse me I go you're not really interested in what I have to say do you and he goes oh yes I am I go then why do you keep interrupting me and he went whoa that's crazy I didn't date Sorry. him either but <laughs> there you go. that's the answer you needed right nope yep I just but he didn't even know he did that yeah he was surprised yeah. when I called him right. on it and I I did that because I wasn't getting a word in it right? yeah <laughs> Yeah. So just be up front and say, excuse right. me. Just be up front. Yeah, Rhonda. So in the past, I felt very unheard, and that caused me to have um, low self-esteem, where I became voiceless, like my uh -huh. voice didn't really matter. And part of my, my journey through healing has been reclaiming my voice and speaking up. And yeah. in my family, I have a lot of strong personalities mm. and sometimes I don't feel heard yeah so I like to address them with my truth which is like in the past I haven't always felt heard in our family and mm -hmm. I would just like to um, say what I need to say and if you guys could just quietly listen and I'm not looking for feedback or judgment I'm just looking to share my feelings Mm -hmm. And then I'll stop, and then you guys could share yours. And that's kind of how I have to do it in my family because yeah. they're a little bit overbearing. Uh -huh. And it works. It works like in most of the times. So if I could use my voice and be kind in the process, I yeah. get really great responses from them. And it, then nice. it makes me feel like I've been heard, and right. it makes me feel like I have a connection that's based on love and understanding, even yeah. if they don't have the answers for me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because so often when we speak, especially speaking how we feel, we're not looking for commentary, <coughs> right? Mm -hmm. We're just looking to be seen and heard. Exactly. Any other tools that people use for gracefully letting others know? Honesty. Honesty, I yeah. I'm not uh, feeling hurt right now. Yeah, so all of these speak to honesty, you know, being up front, gracefully, kindly saying, can we stop <laughs> and listen? <coughs> oh, 
making sure too that you are doing that and in every conversation making yes. sure that you are doing it and then hopefully they will start recognizing Thank you. That. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So self-reflection. Am I, am I listening to what's coming my way deeply or do I have my own ideas and thoughts about what this is? Am I truly putting my stuff aside and am I hearing what's happening? Something else is coming to mind right now all this, but, but you know, also to we can express ourselves and be heard, but that does not mean we will always get the outcome That's we right. seek. That's right. So also offering that maturity and grace in understanding that even though it's not that they don't understand you, it's that they're not able to give you right. whatever it is that you're seeking. Maybe yeah. you're seeking it in the wrong place, or maybe mm -hmm. that's something in you that you need to right. work on your own self. Yes. and. We can't always expect the outcome to be in our favor because they maybe have an outcome they want right. in their favor, and that's where we have to meet in compromise and relationship. Yeah, it does not always mean you're not being heard. Right, just because you're not getting the response you right. want. So, you know, you know, but but for for me, you know, I everyone has free will and choice, and mm -hmm. it. it I can speak my needs or emotions or feelings, and then it's in that person's choice and will and love and grace to either receive it and, and give what I'm seeking or to say I can't. And, and right. I think a lot of times we get really resentful if the answer is I can't. Yeah. Maybe they just simply can't, and we have to, in seeing one another, right. see where they are. Mm. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times we get caught up in wanting the end result and, right. then, and then right. feeling like we're not. But for me, what I'll say is, I need you to hear me right now. Mm -hmm. And then I'll speak whatever it is, and then whatever the outcome is, you have to let go of. Because right. that's where yeah. we get caught up in resentment exactly. and, and yes. you know, right. all that. So mm -hmm. Yeah. And then that can point you inward to say, well, I have this need. It apparently is going to go unmet here. Is this a need I should be meeting for myself? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Is there another place in my life where this need can be met? Or is it really a need? Is it something that I'm, you know, creating that, that really, maybe it's a want <coughs> and not really a need, and I can just let it go? Another thing, too, when you <coughs> want to be heard, mm -hmm. uh, when you're in a conversation, you make I statements. Or you don't go, you, you, you. You say, this is how yeah. I feel. Right. And because when you start pointing fingers, there's three pointing back, you know, that mm -hmm. saying. But um, that'll close somebody right down when you're yeah. going, well, you didn't do this and right. you didn't do that. And you're going, uh, yeah. you know, right. down comes the wall. So uh, I think you need to be present and realize that <coughs> there should be I statements. That was my very, if no one else brought that up, that was coming next, so thank you. I would rather it come out there than up here. Yeah, I feel as though you might not be understanding what I mean. I feel as though you might not understand how I feel right now. Not, you never listen to me. You don't understand me. You, you, no, that blame isn't going to go it's just going to create walls and blockages. Chris? There was a, a leadership that, book that we studied a while back. Uh, they call those inarguable statements. Mm -hmm. I yeah. feel, and, and, and 
in the school system we called it I statements. Right. You know, if you say I feel like da 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 da, mm -hmm. they can't say you're wrong. No, it's my feeling. Right. Only I know what my feelings are. So. Yeah. And and they're not uh, again they're not they're not blaming they're not right. they're not a make wrong. This, yeah. this is what I'm feeling. Right. Not you made me feel this way, but this yeah. is what I'm feeling in this moment. Right. Those inarguable statements can be really valuable to have on hand. Even something like someone approaches you and starts a, I don't know, to gossip about another person wanting to enlist you, to be able to just say, wow, that's not my experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, you can't argue with what my experience is. And so having those handy are helpful sometimes. Yeah. Bob? Yeah, in my experience, when I was working, yeah. mm -hmm. well, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get, well, yeah, maybe you do get paid. Never mind. Go ahead. You do work. That was my point. In uh, a lot of the big organizations I've worked with, even the government, uh, the, the crews I was on would complain to their media boss. Uh -huh. How come the superintendent never comes in to hear our grievances? <laughs> he was avoiding us. <laughs> he didn't watch your complaints. Huh? And uh, there was kind of chaos going on, and they they knew they had to do something. They hired, I guess you call a psychologist or something to, uh -huh. to talk to us individually. So basically, it come down to. Uh, she was our suggestion box. <laughs> so she there said, we go. Write down what your grievances are. <laughs> More or less, I looked at it as other companies I worked for had a suggestion box because you'd work for people who do as I say, not as I do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to put your grievance in a suggestion box, which I don't know where that went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A suggestion box. That's how I'm heard. There you go. <laughs> so sometimes the messages we receive from one another are not based in words at all, right? Right. We talk about <coughs> body language, facial expressions, but sometimes the messages we receive come from silence. Sometimes the silence we hear is louder than any words that could have been spoken. Yeah. Right? What do I mean by that? What? I was in a relationship for a while with a narcissist. I mean, that's what he was. And at first when I met him, he was wonderful and I thought I had died and went to heaven. And then all of a sudden he just stopped. And then mm -hmm. I remember one time I just decided, I'm not going to say anything and see how long it takes him just to say good morning. Mm -hmm. And at 4 o'clock in the afternoon he hadn't even acknowledged I was alive. And I went, <laughs> oh, I need to die. And I remember, oh, i got to get out of this relationship because that's not good for me. And when I tried to explain that to him, I'd say, this is how I feel. He goes, oh, you brought that in with you when you came. That's, that's nothing to do with me. And I went, Whoa, interesting. So anyway, so you have to be realize that if the relationship or the conversations mm -hmm. aren't working for you, to realize that's where they are and they're not going to change right. and accept them and, and then find somebody to have a good conversation with. Or yeah, something. there you go. So sometimes the silence oh, louder than anything you could speak. I think I saw Barbara's hand a second ago. You know, my experience with silence 
is changing, but for the longest time, the silence I had in my life was ostracizing from my family, like mm. or if I didn't do anything. If I, I might not have even known what it was, but it was if it was displeasing to someone, then it was just shut off silence. It was just yeah. no communication. Mm. You know, and now with a softening heart, it's like that's it. They don't know how to communicate. You know, right. they don't know how to do it any other ways. That's how they were taught. You know. Yeah. But silence can be um, a beautiful thing or a very hurtful thing. Yes, it can. Yes. And now I see a silence and contemplation of of, of finding that listening spot inside. Yeah. You know. But yeah, there's some very hurtful things. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Lucinda and then April. I think that expression mm -hmm. has a lot, it is very important in that. It is. And as a listener, not to make assumptions. So I'm talking to you and you have this sudden thought of somebody did this and you were slightly annoyed. Things are going to flash through your mind. Mm -hmm. This is a human experience. But then I see your expression, and I'm thinking that's about me. Right. So I think mm -hmm. communication about what we're seeing on each other's faces is also important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To say, are you upset with me because you look upset? Right. Yeah. I don't want to assume it's me. Yeah. Good is point. Good point. Hang on just a second. Uh, April and then David. There's lots of different types of communication styles, <coughs> right? So there's some, it depends really on the person's normal, <laughs> normal right. way. What's normal but, for you? You know, in growing up, our parents used silence in very different ways. Mm. If my mom was silent, she probably just was overwhelmed or dealing with her own stuff and she needed some space. Uh -huh. If my father was silent, something terrible was going to happen. Yeah. So <laughs> it just depends, you know, but sometimes for some of us who are people of instant action and reaction, <laughs> we want you to speak. And if you just sit there staring blankly at us, it's infuriating. But that is our own problem. <laughs> so, sometimes there's someone who I'll, I'll be like, tell me, and they just look at me. And I'm like, what is happening right now? And, and in my mind, I call that buffering, right? Uh -huh. Sense of humor out there. I, I say they're buffering. They're looking for the information. Right. Find a load. Yeah. And you, how long can you hold it? But for me, if if I get, you know, most of you guys know me. If if I all of a sudden just am very quiet, we have a problem. So, something's wrong. We have a problem. Something is very wrong. Yeah. And so oh, that's kind of like how someone who sees me. Mm -hmm. in relationship would kind of know something is terribly wrong with April because she's not communicating. Right. And that mm -hmm. means that there's so much going on inside of me that I can't mm -hmm. communicate right now and I'm going to have to take some time and I'll probably talk to you later but right now right. you would not get my best me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and that comes down to me understanding that about myself, though. Right. That I yeah. gotta, I gotta get quiet and get in there and go through all that information and and then mm -hmm. really see how I feel after the energy of my initial reaction burns off. Right. And some people can just be quiet because that's just their way and they're just soft mm -hmm. and they don't communicate as much as some of us loudmouths do. And, that, <laughs> and that's and that's fine. Yeah. You know, but but working mm -hmm. on 
I think our own communication styles right. and understanding the communication styles of other people yeah. is very important because we right. all use different types of verbal and nonverbal communication differently based on who we are and our filters and our past. Like Lucinda said, you could be talking to me and all of a sudden I remember some jerk that said the same thing to me 10 right. years ago and I wanted to punch him and now you're in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so we got we to work on, on all that stuff before right. we can really meet someone in relationship and communication. Yeah, yeah so, so that goes back to, you know, we can't really hear another until we've heard inwardly and we know who we are. We know what styles we bring. We recognize that we are not always the best listeners. And we acknowledge, you know, that we might need some practice mm -hmm. in those areas. It's a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm looking up at my questions and I'm looking at the clock. Let's see. A couple more quick things. What qualities are involved in deep and generous listening? Patience. Patience. Silence. To silence. listen to the other person without interrupting. Okay. Patience, silence, to listen. Separating yourself and just trying to understand that person. Okay. Separating yourself, just trying to understand. Mm -hmm. Trust that there will be space for you too speak as well. Okay. Like Trusting that there will be space for you to speak as well. Barbara and then Allie. One of my, a good lesson in life that came years ago, a friend of mine was, we were walking and talking and she, I kept trying, I was trying to interject and she just calm. she said, you know what, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to fix it. Right. And it was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So that self-awareness. Yeah. And she helped you to become more <coughs> self-aware. Yeah. And just, you just needed that ear. Right. You know? Yeah. I didn't have to interject with maybe this, maybe that, or maybe we can do this. She just wanted me to Right. Yeah. yeah. I think every man yes. has heard that from a woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just listen to me and don't try to fix it. Fix it, it. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That's right. <laughs> I think a genuine interest in okay. trying to understand the other person. So a genuine interest, a real curiosity. Yeah. A curiosity that leads you to really want to know what they are trying to share with you. Authentic desire to, yeah. to understand. Attention. Presence. Non-judgment. <laughs> Seeking to understand, as you said. So can these qualities be cultivated? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, they if you be. choose to do it. If you choose to do it. <coughs> Gotta wanna. Gotta wanna. Practice, practice, practice. Yes, <laughs> practice. So do you have any specific tools or practices, just briefly, that you'd like to share? That you actively engage in to specifically build these kinds of qualities in yourself? Trying to be mindful. Okay. In, in a, listening to somebody else, I, I, I often have, have to remind myself, listen, listen to, listen to this person. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to this person. Mm -hmm. Because my mind is going, oh, well, she said that. I think next time I'll say this to her. You know? uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so really paying attention. For me, I, I do this a, a lot, listen to people, and I hear a lot of 
stories because I work with the uh, incarcerated population mm -hmm. in prisons. And for me, it's taking care of myself yeah. because it's impossible for me to show up and be present for them and listen with a non-judgmental open heart to mm -hmm. what they're sharing with me. But I want them to feel heard. I want them to feel connected to me. And I want them to feel the compassion and love and grace and so that they could come up to the, you know, with their own solutions and their own ideas. But I know that that requires a safe place. Yes. And for me to continue doing that kind of work, it takes me really doing a lot of um, looking inside myself at how I show up for myself on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm judging myself in a situation or things are popping in my head that are um, negative towards my, my own self-esteem or my own well-being, mm -hmm. then quickly getting myself back in line with my heart, my higher power, removing those things that yeah. serve no purpose in my life because ultimately I want to be the best version of me when I show up. Right. And I don't want to have judgments towards myself or others. And I want to show up with kindness and love. Because I know that when that happens to me, mm -hmm. I feel really good and I feel connected yeah. to a community. Right. And ultimately, that's what I want to provide for myself and for others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. So the self-care of doing what you need to be able to be that listener. Important. That's a Come beautiful volume. reflection for me because my voice is a bit more crude than Michael's and it's like, shut up. <laughs> 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 on, the, on the other end of that is leave space, right? Allow space for other people, but, but really right. it's, it's practice the silence. And the, I think everything that we talked about today leads to that receptivity, being yeah, receptive. I want to be receptive to, well, I'm receptive to learning from other people, so, uh -huh. I, want to, so I want to hear them. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. A couple more. I think um, when I'm talking to somebody, especially about religion, uh, I try not to do that, but sometimes, and you've really been helpful with me with that, is uh, I have triggers mm -hmm. and realize that we have triggers. Yeah. And when it, we get a trigger, instead of reacting to realize, go, oh, they do have a right to their own opinion. <laughs> you know, not oh, be triggered yeah. by it. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. Allowing you know, people their own views, right. their own opinions and beliefs and preferences. No? Okay. You were just moving. All right. Doreen had a word Okay. Doreen soft. I'm listening to everybody, and a question for me came up. It's like, when I want to be heard, I have the expectation that I'm going to be heard. Uh-huh. And I find, I, in my experience lately, I've been feeling like I've not been heard. Mm. And, you know, it... I sit with that expectation, and I'm wondering what I'm really supposed to be doing mm -hmm. with that expectation of not being heard. <coughs> yeah, you know, because you you want to be heard, so you have right. you want to have that give and take. Yeah. So do you communicate gracefully when you feel unheard, letting someone know? that that's how you're mm -hmm. perceiving it mm -hmm. um, in a way that, that leaves it open for them to respond as well. Because it, it can be sometimes that others are really 
listening and hearing, mm -hmm. and it just doesn't somehow look like we expect it to look, because we have expectations, or like April said, we don't, you know, what they do in response isn't what we would prefer that it would be, yes. but that doesn't always mean we're not heard. It just means we're not getting our way sometimes. Darn it. I know, darn it. So it, it, I think bringing that question up in the moment, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling like you're hearing me right now. You know, can I try that again? Mm -hmm. And, or, you know, what, what is it that you're hearing me say right now? You know, asking for feedback, but without judgment, or, you know, to not be triggered by it when you're having the discussion is the tricky part. I was going to say we should so, like role-playing. Yes, role-playing. <laughs> Do you have a response before? Oh, I'm just, um, sometimes it's not even face-to-face. -face. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's not even just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Sometimes I think, you know, you know what people's limitations are, but you right. don't pay attention to them. Right. Okay. You know, that's I mean, important that's, too. That's what's coming to me in my um, meditation on that. Yeah. And I want to be heard. And it comes back to I, I realize this person's limitation, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get my needs fulfilled, but I know who they are. So right. you know. That's so. that's something to really for me to really um accept who people are. Right. <coughs> with that communication. Yeah. And is this particular need something that someone else needs to fill, or is it something within myself <coughs> to be filled? Yeah, that's the, that's the question for me. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Well, could I add to just a yes. small piece of that? I, I got that, you, I think a nice practice for that, I mean, it's not nice, it's challenging, <laughs> but it can be nice. The outcome, nice and challenging. The outcome can be nice. Is the somatic... Uh, experience uh -huh. of sitting in that discomfort of whatever it is that's yeah. showing up within us, bringing it back to ourselves, is right. the practice is sitting in the discomfort of not getting what we want or not right. feeling hurt, right? That mm -hmm. is for us to overcome, yes. not to put on to somebody else. Right. So yeah. It's, yeah, and it does, it takes just being there with yourself, showing up for yourself, and right. really, really sitting with that discomfort. Yeah. And the more you lean into it, it will dissipate. Right. Actually, yeah. Even though it feels at first like friction. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. We we would benefit by learning to be comfortable with discomfort in lots of areas of life. Actually, yeah. yes. it would really benefit us to get more friendly with being uncomfortable. Chris. Well, Dorian kind of kind of covered this already, but the, uh, it's, I think it's important to realize that not everybody is going to be capable of. Gener deep and generous listening right. for whatever reason. They might might not be capable because of the way they were raised. They just don't have that mm -hmm. that skill or or maybe just because where they're where they're at in the moment. Right. But uh, but it's important to I think to realize that maybe this person cannot do this for me right now. So yeah. um, and to be able to forgive them and Right. Allow it to be okay. Yeah. Just let it be okay. I'm going to, okay, one more comment, and I'm going to call us. <laughs> Go ahead. We, we just, great. All, we just almost came to a place of opening a giant can of relationships. Uh -huh. <laughs>
so we're not going to do that today. Yeah, I'm leaving my mom but, out of this. But, you know, I think also with, with everything, everything we're talking about, it needs to come down to what you can do and what you can't do. Right. And can you be in a relationship, regardless of what type it is, with someone who may not be able to hear you or meet some of these needs, how important to there's all these things. Yeah. But it also comes down to you chose to be where you are as well. Right. And and in choosing that, now you need to choose what you can and where your deal breakers are and where they're not. Yes. And nobody in here I think this morning is saying just if someone's not listening to you just deal with it yourself because right, there is no. a place where you need to reevaluate and redefine those boundaries yeah. and what is okay and what right. is not and yeah, is and right. is this my healing or is just simply not my place or right. what not but I think as a whole just in this morning's conversation just working on our own communication styles but but not going to a place of you're just going to have to learn how to deal with it all the time right I want to make sure that's right too yeah, exactly. Anybody else but me in this room ever had to just choose to leave a relationship because it just wasn't going to be okay for me to be It would be like the wave. In wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So there is that choice point. You know? It's hard. I just have it's to make hard, business. You have to do it. It is hard sometimes, yes. I had a big business partnership break up recently. So I mm. Yeah. Mm can't be heard, you know. It's, right. It's not in our abilities. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to close this session with this prayer for deep listening, for hearing and for knowing and for sensing that I am heard. And, and I invite each of us to hold this in the first person as a prayer for yourself. In the name of all that is, holy presence, great mystery, all in all, <clears throat> with humility and surrender. I rest in you now. I live, breathe, and have my being in you. You are all that is. There is nothing else but the presence of spirit, spirits, that move in through and as me, my life, and that surround and enfold and carry me through each and every day. I am an aspect, an expression of the divine. In my humanity, I seek your wisdom. I listen for your voice. I hear and receive your guidance. And acting as your hands and feet and voice and heart in this world, I seek to hear just as I am heard. I know that I am heard, if not by other human beings, by the divine presence. I know that I am fully known by spirit. 
I listen deeply in all directions and I respond with mindful awareness. I begin by listening to what my body, my mind, and my emotions have to say and I respond with loving kindness and acceptance. I attune my listening to those who seek it, offering safe space and an open heart to those who are feeling vulnerable. In return, I find refuge in the deep listening of others. I attune my hearing to the calls of our beloved planet, aligning my actions day by day, making adjustments to my habits so that I move closer to practices that best serve her. In my giving, so do I receive her just vast abundance. Thank you, Spirit, for the blessings too numerous to name. Whether these blessings are feeling graceful and beautiful to me or whether they are presenting as challenges, they are blessings, they are grace, all <coughs> gifts of Spirit, all serving to build my character, my resilience, and my faith. And so I walk in reverence and awe and deep gratitude for your powerful presence and wisdom <coughs> moving through every aspect of my life. I thank you for this time of communion with community. And I rest knowing that my prayer has already been answered even before it was formulated on my lips, before it was spoken. So I just allow it. And so it is. Amen. What a great conversation, y'all. They just seem to get better and better all the time. I really enjoy this format, and it seems as though others do as well. It's really, it just feels good. So I invite you this morning to join in celebration of all the work we're doing out in the community as well as here um, by sharing of your financial good, should you choose to do that. Uh, if you're at home, you can go to mysticheart.org and find a donate button or a mailing address to make your contribution. And while that's happening this morning, tying in with our theme, we're going to have Gary do a kicktail song for y'all. Along with everybody else. Along with everybody else. <laughs> kicktail song. Well. Oh, you're on my cord. Did it again. Consistency <laughs> is so important. Yes. Well, spirit always gives us a light Whoop. to shine and show us the way in any situation. So that's what this song is about. But I warn you, we're going to go a bit Irish on you. And uh, that means that you need to feel free to Whoops. stand up and have a good time Turn and uh, do whatever that means you you can dance you can clap you can stomp your feet but anyway are you ready for that here we go one two three four in my wrestling in my doubts in my failures you won't walk out my own 
great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, oh. you are the peace in my troubled sea. In the silence, you won't let go. In my questions, your truth will hold. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, oh. you are the peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust the promise. You will carry me safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore. troubled sea you are my light my lighthouse my lighthouse shining in the darkness I will follow you my lighthouse my lighthouse I will trust the promise you will bury me safe to shore safe to shore take a minute to bless these gifts to give thanks to the spirit of God that created them and to the hearts and hands and feet 
that. Walk them in to, to this place this, this afternoon. We give thanks for each person here, for the love, the prayers, the service, and the financial gifts that they give to Mystic Heart to further our work in this community. I know these gifts are blessed. I know that they are stewarded wisely. And so we just accept them with a grateful heart, saying thank you, and so it is. So we're going to go ahead and close us out with our closing song. I'd like to remind you, nothing has to be wrong for you to pray. With no, me. that's we can, true. We can celebrate all the good stuff that's, that's going right. on because gratitude brings more to be grateful for. That's right. All together, hand in hand, we see the light, we take a stand, and we are changing. A whole new life for you and me, take your past and set it free, and share this blessing. Love be with you, peace enfold you, spirit lift you, now breathe it in. Truth come through you, make it flow to you, let joy renew you. Sunday. Hope to see you next door.